1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal, develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Hey guys, how are we doing today? As always, thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. Clint and I are very grateful to have you guys following along with us and want to give a big happy Mother's Day to all you moms out there. Hope you all were able to enjoy your day doing whatever it is you were doing. So we are very grateful for our moms. We all know that they have the hardest job in the world. So kudos to you and all you do. I am currently sitting in a hotel room. I've been camping this last week, been hunting for turkeys and looking for sheds and just enjoying the great outdoors here near Newcastle, Colorado. I had a couple friends from Mississippi come out. That was awesome. We ended up getting two birds and Remy retrieved her first sheds this week, which was really cool to see her work and to pick up those sheds and bring them back to me. She found a few deer sheds and uh, a small brown four-point elk. And so she loves it. She loves having a job. She loves cruising around. So it's uh, I've been finding it's really, really fun. It's been a bigger, a big, a much bigger picture than I originally anticipated having a lab. Um, there's all these different things that <laughs> she's learning and I've never specifically done training for those things, but she does a great job and she picks them right up. So really cool to see this week. Uh, this week's episode is coming to you from the campfire of our Turkey camp. So like I said, my friends, Carson and Chase, they came out from Mississippi to hunt turkeys. They did a big turkey hunt road trip, went through Kansas, Nevada, and I think a couple Texas as well. Then they came through Colorado and met up with me. I had met Carson quite a few years back when I went to Mississippi with a friend and stayed at their cabin there. There's a cabin that they use. It's their hunting shack. And so we hung out there for the night and I went out and sat in deer stand the next morning, but didn't really get to know Carson very much. And then ended up meeting him again this past winter when he came to steamboat with some friends to ski. We were talking about elk hunting and our future plans for elk hunting. And he mentioned he was doing this turkey road trip and he wanted to swing into Colorado and hunt turkeys with me. So that's what we did. I met up with them on Monday night and it was pretty cool. I just met Chase when they pulled up in the truck. Super awesome guys. Really cool to go from being essentially strangers to now 
sorry, buddies, we are lifelong pals now. After the experiences that we shared in the mountains for a few days, those are true, genuine experiences. Those are experiences that I'm looking for. And those also create these unique, deep relationships with people as well. So I'm not going to tell you too much about the hunt because that's what we are talking about in this week's episode. As we sit around the campfire, I do apologize. Remy barks a couple times and there's some background noise with the Creek. And, uh, we had a couple other friends there that chimed in every once in a while and their voices are a little quiet. So I do apologize for that. But it's really cool. Chase and Carson go into some of the land management they do in Mississippi and just the way of life over there. And I tell you, these guys are the turkey whisperers, especially Carson. He has a way with that turkey call. These guys have been hunting turkeys ever since they were young. And for me, it was really cool to just follow along and learn from them. I learned so much in a couple days time and I'm really excited to apply that now to how I hunt and how I pursue turkeys. So hope you all enjoy this episode and I hope you're having a great week. We'll catch you later. What a day, huh? So I want to hear the perspectives on today from Chase and then from you Carson. Well, perspectives of us planning on getting up before daylight and getting out there and going turkey hunting. We're in the picture and then they weren't in the picture. So, uh, my perspective was we woke up, we got all everything cleaned up, packed up, got us a little game plan. And, I mean, I don't think me and Carson were really ready for the whole, uh, the whole mountain thing, but, uh, that's the truth. It uh, it got pretty. It got serious real quick. It uh, today we you know, yeah we we killed a bird, and it's probably the most successful bird I've ever been a part of. Whether I was me shooting doesn't matter. Like it was very, it felt very satisfying. I just felt like we worked so well as a team out there. We were just like oh no that that was it just happened. You know, <clears throat> there wasn't like hey should we do that no. Man, what I liked is you know you took your time with us getting up the mountain you knew that we weren't gonna be in the shape to do that and i mean every time we stopped to take a break you were showing us this or hey we're gonna look for this y'all help me look for sheds doing this this is what you're looking for but it was not it was more than just a hunt it was also like a school lesson almost like teaching and learning and it was just it was cool man it it really was it was something i'll never forget i mean like the whole trip even just walking up and everything but well it's cool when you were talking last night and it was you were calling it a rig i knew that you were uh, you were kind of full of shit on that one <laughs> so i kind of prepared myself mentally for that uh that i didn't think it was going to be that bad when we got there i was like yeah i knew I remy come here Come, come. I told Chase. Come here. I told Chase when we were getting our stuff together at the truck. You know, I was like, "We just got to get up this mountain. Like that's that needs to be a goal of ours is to get up the mountain." I agree with that. And I was like, "If we get up the mountain, that's 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 a huge accomplishment for us because like we don't have mountains where we are. You know, it's like let's just get up the mountain." Well, of course we we struggled up the mountain and. 
I was I was lagging behind. Once we got up there, I, did I expect to hear a bear gobbling or gobble right there where we were? Well, that's when everything turned right yeah, there. Yeah, seriously. Like getting to the top of the mountain and looking at that view was an accomplishment. Like you, you said it exactly right. Just that in itself was satisfying. Like shit, we did that. Yeah. You know, we we got that. You know, us coming from Mississippi. Yeah. I was where right. it's flatlands and when when somebody literally says a ridge, I can be up that ridge in ten steps. <laughs> ten. Wow. I can run it's up if I want like to full sprint. Like, <laughs> a ridge is like ten foot of elevation. Oh, uh, yeah. I think I I'm, I might have left the long out there. <laughs> but, but yeah, so once we get up there, you know, it was uh, it was cool and all. So we're all sitting up there and we're. Yeah, we were all kind of doing our own thing, just kind of spread out, looking for sheds, whatever. I cut a few turkey tracks. I didn't even, like I said earlier, we didn't even talk about me getting a call. I just pulled out a call and had a little yawp yawp. And we had a, oh! uh, there he went. I was like, hey, we got a, we got a turkey job. <laughs> I was still breathing so hard. <laughs> yeah, you didn't hear he it, right? he, goes, he goes, where are y'all going? <laughs> what is it? I'm like, a turkey's gobbling. He goes, oh, okay. <laughs> and his whole vibe, like everything changed on him right then. Yeah. It really did. Like, he, he there was no really breathing did. hard. You weren't no. worried. You weren't Your worried about that in. climb anymore or yeah. any of the other stuff. Everything left. It was about killing this turkey versus yeah. trying to get up the fucking hill. Yeah, we, we got up that hill. Having that bird gobble there, we, we were in his bubble. Having him gobble there, I mean, that was just, even if we wouldn't have killed the bird, having him gobble and just being in the game oh, man. after yeah. that climb was was all worth it. And uh, I knew when he responded back, or he, when he, he cut, he seemed to cut Chase off pretty quick. And yeah. he was up high with us on our level, so. I kind of knew we, we had a good chance to kill him. And I'm sitting there trying to pull my maps out to make a move on him or just try, kind of try to figure something out. Yeah. But I knew time was ticking because I know how fast those Marians move. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you know, it was any second. And I, and I, I think I, I hit a call again. And well, you gobbled. hit your mouth. Your, your, you, you did your regular mouth, and he didn't do nothing. Yeah. And then you grabbed your yelper, and he. Or, and you or said, no. yeah, you said he didn't like that, and then. I was, I was really thinking he was making a move. Yeah. It was really what I was thinking. He, he was just moving, and um, so I, I knew we were kind of limited on our time, and I think we, I hit a call again, and he, he finally responded, and he was like right on top of us. I was impressed well, at how fast we all got behind that bush. Yeah. Well. And it was, it was sit down. There was nothing. It was any second now. He was going to be on top of us. And, and he was. Yeah. Yeah, he and, was. And it's crazy that he didn't have any hands with him. Yeah, no. That's another thing. That's why we were. I think he's up were, there spooked from all the hunters. Well, what I was telling Drea, you know, she'd been in there working those birds. Okay, okay. For a few days. And they've been having hens, and she's been dealing with the hens and all that. Ah. And she's been going in there early in the morning. Right, right. So I told her, I was like, you know, let's just sleep in. Let's get out there whenever we get out there, 10 o'clock. 
you know, a little bit later or whatever, let's get out there and maybe he'll be off his hens. Right. Because, you know, he'll get with them in, early in the morning and breed, and then he'll separate, or they can, and he'll go look for another hen. And, you know, Where if we're in the right spot, yeah. we're going we're gonna to kill him. And um, once I, when he gobbled up top like that, at that time of the day, I knew, you know, he was probably by himself. And, and it's, as far as the setup and stuff, I mean, it was just... That, that, we just had to make a quick, we had to make a quick sit down yeah. and there was no discussion hey what are we going to do yeah, we basically was... yeah Chase knew Chase knew he sat down right there and then I was like well I'm going to keep going and I and all I was doing was getting behind it was probably 60 yards and I was just walking and calling like when I was walking like a fast pace me and Drea mm-hmm. and we just hit a tree and called and we almost messed up but I almost messed up yeah, we, Why? We wound Why up going back. Well, so whenever we all sat down, so Carson said, you get somewhere up in here. I sat down and y'all went behind me calling. Well, as soon as y'all sat down and he hit, he hit that uh, trumpet call, that whenever the turkey sounded off way down to the left, well, that's when I was like, I yeah, got up and I was right. like, y'all come on. He's walked in the edge of the ridge. Like, that's what I, my thing He's walking the edge of that ridge. We got to cut him off. Yeah. When technically he was just trying to find a way up. He yeah. wanted to come up the smoothest way possible. And I'm used to a turkey in Mississippi and down there. They're coming straight to you. They ain't got no obstacles. They ain't got nothing in their way. If you're in the right spot. Yeah. 90% of the time in Mississippi, you're, yeah. they're coming. They're co- they can walk over the ridge and walk straight to you. Where tom here today he had he had to maneuver around the ridge and come up this way and zigzag a little bit and that's when it got yeah that's when it almost got bad because i called y'all up and y'all we all get to where i was sitting and then all of a sudden there was he (laughs) hammers at 50 yards we all just sit down yeah we all just literally just sat down. It was really cool though to all be together when yeah that's what that is one thing i liked about the whole situation was if Y'all would have never saw me shoot if he came up that route and y'all were 40 yards behind me. Y'all never would have been a part of any of that. Yeah. That's what made it really special and cool to me, I'll too. I would have still been hooting and hollering. Oh, no. We all still been <laughs> hooting and hollering. But we were all literally could have, like, touch each other from where we were sitting. And he I, he see, did what he did. Yeah, you all yeah. spotted it at the same time. It was, it was, was wild. I was, like, right. I was set up. Chase is, like, right here. Like, yeah. I'm basically behind his gun. But you know, hey, I'm and see I my saw red the dog. bird. I saw the bird coming down. I was watching, you know. But I'm just sitting here looking at, like, I got the best seat in the house. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm watching Chase and I'm watching the bird. And oh. and I mean, he, I saw. Uh, and the first thing that we saw was not his head. It was his tail, his, his fan. Yeah, he was blowed all up, and he up. was just walking. Come he was through. coming up the ridge, all blown up. There he is, Chase. There he is. And he hit that opening, and I. And I stopped him, and he was just about to gobble. Oh, yeah. He was, he was about, about to gobble, hammer. and Chase, Chase, boom, whoppy, right there. Yeah, it, it was, it was a... And it was just... It was crazy. It like, was just pure emotion after that. Awesome. Oh, yeah, it went to, it went, mm-hmm. it went wild after that. <laughs> it's, it's pretty yeah. much been pure emotions yeah. all day. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I had, I had I feel like we're still on the wave, and we haven't crashed. <laughs> no, we have not. <laughs> flop around a lot. He really, I, I mean, I did a good, like... 
feather feather neck shot and he he was pretty much head asleep and his wings just flapping so we shoot that uh we shoot tss nitro tss so it's you're shooting like number nines yeah really yes it's insane okay okay so you shoot number nines a number nine hits like a number four or five lead will you explain like to our, our listeners what those numbers mean some people don't know. Like it's it's the density of the of yeah, the weight yeah. of the tungsten steel. TSS is, is super so it's got a higher density than, than lead or steel yeah, or, but it's wider like and it hits harder. So you're getting more energy out of a smaller BB. You get the same energy out of a number nine as you can number number four or five. And when I say number nine is you know the size of size of the BB. Yeah. Number nine smaller, way smaller than a number yeah. five or six. So you're getting more BBs, you're getting getting more load in a shell. So literally literally when that thing's coming out, it is just a swarm. Yeah. Of BBs. Of BB. It's insane. Oh, little bitty tiny stuff. So yeah. you're Mi- looking micro. Yeah. So smaller you're looking at like we sight our guns at it 40 yards. You're looking at 230 BBs in a 10 inch circle at 40 yeah. yards. I'll tell you what mine is. I'm shooting a Remington, old school Remington 870 Express 20 gauge. I'm shooting a 3 inch shell, nitro TSS, uh, 8s and 9s. I got 275 pellets at 40 yards in a 10 inch circle. Wow, that's. It's My longest shot okay, on a turkey with that gun is sixty is sixty two steps, and he yeah. filmed it. Wow. It was unreal. Like and that turkey didn't move much. Like so, so. Do you guys know why you can only use as small as two shot? What's the theory behind that? Um, the nine shot. No. So in Colorado, you can only use the biggest. You can use is two shot. What do you guys think the I reasons think, of that? Well, I I think that that's going to give you less. Um, Less BBs, right. so the bigger BBs you have, the more downrange and more spread your pattern is. You're gonna have more holes in your pattern. Okay, okay. So you might just so you might just miss, or you might wound the. Yeah, you're gonna you're, you're gonna you're less chance. Yeah, you're gonna wound more birds than you are at a certain distance. So yeah, that that turkey today, it doesn't matter what we were shooting. I really didn't. He was yeah. stone dead. He was, yeah, he, was he was 17 yards. Yeah. It, I, he was he was on top of us. Mm-hmm. And he, if we wouldn't have said nothing, he was going to get in our lap. Like, there was no doubt about it. He was on a stream. It's so wild to be that close to those animals. And they don't know you're there. It, it, to do something like that with a turkey is very, so very cool. rare. Yeah. It's, it's a, it was a great day. I will say that. It was a full-on experience from hiking killing spending that time with you know close friends also new friends and stuff like that it got it was just a very good day honestly it was i don't think i don't think any of us would forget that moment no any of it yeah (laughs) whether we had pictures cameras or not we wouldn't forget that yeah you know what i'm saying like that's how i felt about that it's definitely the most exhilarating holiday. Oh, absolutely. Send shivers down your back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, hunting birds back home and stuff like that. Uh, 
I was telling Cam earlier, you know, you kind of take things for granted back home and places that you've hunted your whole life, and it's just, it's just like kind of like a, becomes like an everyday thing, you know, or something, you know, it's just, and then you come out here, places it's like this, way you, more you get humbled. Oh, yeah. Really quick out here. Which we didn't feel like and, that today, I ain't gonna lie. Uh, you know, it, I don't, I don't know what we did to deserve the, the luck we had today. Remember the first question I asked you guys yesterday? One of the first questions? It's, no. I was like, y'all want to get after some turkeys tomorrow? I know where they're at. And I'm like, but we got to hike. Yeah. <laughs> want to hike for it? Yeah, like the ridge. <laughs> and we did. And see, that's, that's, that's what I had for you. What was your experience today going into it? You taking two Mississippi boys from deep south and you're like they say they can kill turkeys and i got i know where they are let's see if they can get them in well i told you guys last night i said tomorrow i'm gonna take you to where the turkeys are but once we get up there i am dropping back and i'm gonna let you guys take lead so i can watch from you guys because i've only turkey hunted really like last year was my first year turkey hunting a lot and I learned a lot, but you could only learn so much in what, especially when you're hunting solo. I hunted solo so much last year that you don't have other perspectives to bounce off of, and yeah. you know the mistakes are your own. Maybe but not. But you learn every day. I'm talking. What's that? You learn every day, turkey. And that was today. I learned it was so cool. Just watch you guys. Like you were so in your element, and I captured it all. And it was, it was just, it was so wild. Like I learned so much. It was cool. Could you tell that we cool. hunted together? Like me and Chase have hunted together. Before. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> but it's weird because I felt like we've all hunted together. Yeah. I know? felt that too. Like I felt like you were, like yeah. you were just down. Like whatever was mm-hmm. said, like you were like, I, I'm on it. Like yeah. there wasn't gonna be no deep explanation about it. It was okay. Let's go. We all, we all, we all three fed off each other. It was. It we was were awesome. in your, we were in your house, like your element. Your, you know, you know, you know this land and like. Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. But well, we we know we we know the turkeys. You know we yeah. know turkeys. And yeah. So we're learning. We're learning from you as far as how the land works and the lay of it and everything like that. And you're learning from us as far as like turkey hunting so it's like it was just all perfect yeah there's a lot of learning i think on all, all oh that was it was like i like i was just saying even if you hunt even if you turkey hunt 30 years you'll still learn every mm-hmm. day like i learned next time coming up here don't always you hear if he was 30 yards from you down the ridge and then he gobbles 60 yards past you that doesn't mean he's not he ain't gonna come to you because you know it's a different territory he's trying to make his way to you it ain't yeah. you know it's just it was really weird though today was the first time so i the last three days i've been hunting up there but today for some reason i was like i want to go over to see the fields so remember i was like should we go check out those fields yeah and i was like for some reason it was just like this like let's check out this side because normally i just shoot straight through all that get to where the turkeys normally are like yeah. down on those ridges down in the next uh-huh. bottom versus being like what else up here like there's clearly got to be turkeys over here yeah and there was yeah 
And then on top of that, I mean, yeah, we tried to get on more birds up there. On our way down, we cut fresh gobbler tracks and run into his hands. You know, so we know for the next few days, we know where there's another turkey. It was also like another, so like another great thing about that today was that I've taken a lot of people in there. I've hunted it a bunch. We have not been successful. My friend shot at a turkey, but he didn't hit it. We got in close another time, but my friend didn't want to pull back. He was archery hunting at that time, and it was just a headshot. Then uh. just the other day, we were in there, and we were set up, and this Tom came in, and he snuck, he gobbled. He snuck in, and he got within, like, 15 yards, and I couldn't see him, but Bev saw him, and she moved to try and, like, stand up to shoot, and he just, like, snuck right off. So there's been oh, so yeah. many, like, so close opportunities, like, almost getting it done. Well, that's <laughs> yeah. that's so not my line. Like, it's like the icing on the cake today of, like, I've put so much time in this place, and, like, it's so good to finally and, see. And another thing, like, what you're saying, if you find it a lot, a lot of people, they'll, even, like, my friends, my boys back home, they'll they'll be working birds for, for several weeks, you know, and... They just can't, they can't get seal the deal, you know. Yeah. And, and it's not what they're doing is wrong or anything like that. But sometimes Extra it, takes, it takes a new person going in there yeah. with a different perspective, a different style of hunting or something yeah. like yeah. that to change it up yeah. and yeah. and you make a successful hunt. And um, it, that happens a lot. And, you know, it, that's just, that's how it is in turkey woods. I feel like all species too. Yeah. You're not related to a lot of different species. I mean, different perspectives. Yeah. It, it sure was a good day. My head was just, it was cool. Still is, sitting around what we're doing right now. Chilling by the fire. Chilling. Got the creek flowing. You guys are pretty good storytellers, I love it. Dog in the lap. <laughs> and then we meet these two guys, they pull up. Right. And pull up. Uh, I mean, how big of a shed of that bull? I mean, golly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> a unit shed. <laughs> like, came from what that. was your feelings walking up on that shed? That would have been exciting. Uh, it was my buddy who was with me, Steve, who actually saw it first, but I had scoped it from probably four or five hundred yards away. And I was Almost certain it was an elk shed, but I still wasn't a hundred percent. You were just keeping your keeping your cool, huh? Right? You didn't want to get your hopes up. My expectations low. Yeah, therefore they get super high. Marked it on onyx and finally got over there. I got right underneath my onyx mark. Saw the big flashy pile of uh, wood that I was kind of referencing from. Hollered out at Steve. Hey Steve, I found the big flashy pile of wood. Should be right in front of you. <laughs> oh my lord, Cam. <laughs> I said, what'd you find it? <laughs> he says, it's huge. <laughs> wow, Is it milk? Imagine that thing I when it was so. brown. How heavy oh, that man. thing oh, was. Lee. That thing comes from still pounds? being as chalky as it is. It's still yeah. heavy. How long do you think that shed was sitting on the ground? If you were to I'd guess like how to many years. Two, three years. 
it was wow. kind of in an open uh, open spot in the junipers there and had direct sun coming down on it in the middle of the day. We got guard dog going to do. Uh, just because there's, there's a few twigs snapping over here to my right. She can smell some, I can't oh, smell Oh no, I, some. I heard them over there for sure. Oh, it is. It, I don't know. Just Y'all got raccoons up here? Raccoons, porcupines, skunks, possums. What is it, Ram, no huh? No badgers. Hunt them up. Look at your hair. Coyotes, lots of fox, lots of red fox. We do have some grays, though. Are you so brave? Come on. Come on. Lots of lions, cats. It was a big fresh. Probably a little cat walked by just now and we had no idea. Cat. Shit, we saw some cat tracks today, yeah, actually. We did. Yeah. Well, that's perfectly okay. Cat walks on by. <laughs> I don't know about it. Yeah. That's okay with me. That's perfectly fine with me. Oh, heck no, man. Y'all can have the good cats. It'll be alright, even if the cat comes. Probably smell <laughs> some of that turkey. Right? Hey, Amen. come here. It's probably a bear. That was some good Talk about some of your guys' land management at the cabin in Mississippi. Well, it's about, uh, we got, it's right at 300 mm. acre track, um, and it's all in the, it's all in the South Delta, Mississippi, and, um, it's a lot of farmland. The place used to be farmed, and then it was turned into, uh, CRP, which is, it's mainly just old oak trees. About, I guess they were planted about 27 years ago. So over the years, the place was, the place started out really thick and it held a lot of deer, a lot of, provided a lot of bedding for deer, rabbits, things like that. And over time, the undergrowth was, that's all, deplenished just because the trees Tremendous were getting up. And um, so what we're what we're focusing on now is providing a lot of bedding, and uh, what we do is we don't we don't cut our fields back as much. But we have them on we'll have them on like two or three year rotations where we'll just go in and high clip our uh, plots just just because we don't want undesirable species, you know. Yeah. You got volunteer trees and stuff that come in and you don't really want that so we we, we started managing for that and uh which that helps out on a lot of phone recruitment and uh you know it provides bedding keeps keeps deer there year round for us because yeah. you know in the winter time they have acorns and what we plant for them and of course you know the ag fields that are around that are around us they eat all year long yeah I mean, they got so, either soybeans, corn, and yeah, sometimes there's cotton, but there's most times it's soybeans and corn, and they're our deer feed all year long mm -hmm. on, on the yeah. best they can get. Yeah, it's consistent. It's, good, it's yeah, it's consistent. Yeah, so and we're we're struggling right now with uh, especially during the uh, the spring, the green ups. We're not getting we're not getting as much forbs. You know that white tail light uh, underneath our trees. So 
we're trying to, you know, we're trying to uh, keep our, let our fields grow up just a little bit, you know, have green up, stuff like that. Um, and then we've done, we, we, we've just recently started shooting does out there. That's what you're yeah, saying. Because yeah, yeah, you weren't able we, to for a while, right? Well, we well, weren't able we to. Didn't. We were just... Yeah. We, Our neighbors, we had so much pressure, pressure from our neighbors, so we decided that we were just going to give a place for the dose to hang out. Yeah. And we knew that when the luck came, that we'd be getting bucks over on us, hanging out with the dose. So we just created this kind of a, um, a sanctuary for, for those and we actually have about an acre an 80 acre sanctuary on the place that we don't ever go in we don't mess with we don't hunt it we you know we just let the deer that's the deer's place and um so we have stuff like that i've been wanting to implement some uh like hack and squirt some what? It's, it's a hack and square. You can go in, you pack the tree, and you, you squirt the chemical in there and it kills the tree. Oh, gotcha. So it creates a, just a natural, you know, dead stem. Mm-hmm. But that creates sunlight on the, to, to the floor. Yeah. That creates bedding. Yeah. Forbs, you know, uh, blackberries, things like that, greenbrier. Blackberries will come in? Yeah, 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 you know, you get that, and that's and that's good for, that's good for songbirds and, and stuff like that, as well as you still have these snags up, which is great for nest, you know, for birds nesting, get these dead snags, and uh, we've been wanting to implement some of that stuff, but um, yeah, I mean, we just we run a lot of trail cameras and. We know what kind of deer we got out there, what we want to shoot every year, and uh, we we shoot for five, six-year-old deer. Yeah. Um, that doesn't always work out that way, but um, we try, and um, yeah, we just we're trying to get more managing for, for trophy like those. And uh, but it is hard on three hundred acres. It is. You also got to have. You gotta have your neighbors on board. Like your neighbors gotta be doing the exact same thing you are with that. So if you had three thousand acres, you could really do some damage on doing what we want to do. You, I mean, you'd be able to definitely kill five, six year old deer every single year. You can pick them out. Like you could really manage your place a lot better. But we, the people across the road, they literally shoot everything they see. They're they're what in Mississippi we call meat hunters. They're there to feed their family, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's that's how hunting started. Was hey, this is this is going to provide for my family. You know, y'all. This, you know, not saying that's not us either. I mean, we use our deer meat and we we make sausage. I mean, we do boot like y'all ate tonight. I mean, I was killed. We killed those deer off that, that land and made that boudin. But that uh, boudin, so but good. we also want to kill a mature animal. Right. We want to see him reach his... How many it, years in a row have you seen one and then killed him? 
we've watched. Uh, oh man, we've watched you know, deer for years. We've watched one all season. Yeah. We've watched them for two or three years, but we've also watched deer. Man, I passed him. I passed him six times. I made my thirteen-year-old brother pass him uh, two or three times. He's never even killed a deer that big, and Carson passed him twenty times. Damn. And wow. then somebody was a guest hunter and. Went out there and killed him. And it's like yeah. you know, it's like golly, you know. I mean, you, you if you're in a camp like that, you can't control you know, what. It's just a, it's kind of hard doing what we're doing. For sure. You get let down a lot. Yep. But I guess but if you, you look got, at it from a different angle, that was just meant for them to kill. It, you know? Oh yeah, Man. no, I agree. But it is hard to do what we're doing <laughs> on 300 acres. It's uh, yeah, sure. Extremely difficult. But but it does pay off. So yeah. your surrounding neighbors are doing the same thing. We got one on board. He's yeah. he's on board. He's 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 doing the same thing we're doing, which is a big step. And the people actually across the road has really got to where they don't hunt as much. So it's them really working out in our favor. Yeah, I think if if it wouldn't have been for the floods over the past couple of years, our hunting out there would would we would have seen a lot from what we've been doing. Yeah. And uh, that, that kind of set us back a little bit. <laughs> explain took, it explain how the floods um, affected it. Well, farming. Straight off. Right there. Yeah, the farming. The, I mean, the farming. You get there, the deer were usually used to having feed, and it shut off. The water backed them up all. There was, I mean, there were some places that had four or five hundred deer on. How many acres you would say some of those videos were? When I was finding the No, drone. I'm just talking about like those pictures that were getting shown around. Like, I mean, it was it was unreal. Like they were they were, they were touching shoulders, and it was, it looked like a cattle farm. It wasn't good, and they just all started dying off. And it was just a bad, it bad couple of years. It wasn't. It it what really hurt with the flood is it came in about November. Flood all the canals and stuff. It flooded, so the no, flood it rivers, everything, fields. It flooded everything. for like four Damn, months. Everything. Right. So absolutely, the deer have Crazy. straight trail. I, I want to say it was probably December. So the deer have already they they bred, and so you have you have uh, it lasted for four four or five months. You have all these deer pushed up. And they're they're in their gestation period, you know, and they're trying to start lactating. They have to have so much protein uh, to survive, you know, their pregnancies, and and so you have so much pressure on these deer mm -hmm. when they're like that that they're you're basically you didn't get your good fawn recruitment. You know, they, they had stillborns or something, you know, things like that. It just didn't have, or they died, you know, they didn't have enough feed. Because you could literally go out where the water stopped was like right on the corner of our property. I'd go out there and fly a drone. In one field, there'd be 150 deer. There was, there was probably two or 300 deer hanging out on our, on our yeah. property. We found for months while there's, while, while they're trying, while they're pregnant, mm -hmm. and trying to, it, you know, 
they're trying to get enough food up, and the bucks are trying to get enough food for after post rut, yeah. and so it was just like this catastrophic. I mean, it was just perfect storm, yeah. especially for you know all the wildlife. So, and most of the time you don't see those, you don't see the the damages from that until two, three, four years down the road. Which is what we're exactly. what we're kind of dealing with now because, I mean, the number one thing with whitetails that a lot of people don't know is is phone recruitment. That the bucks, the good bucks, it starts at it starts at day one when when he's when he's dropped. And if you're if he's got enough protein, and his and the mom has enough protein. And provide you have enough nutrients they can they can jump start and become you know really good white toes you know yeah. so it starts at day one and a lot of people a lot of people think that they feed protein they want to feed protein for for the bucks you know and that's not the case yeah. it starts with a doe mm -hmm. and it starts with that foam right so you provide all that do the best you can for provide cover and and food mm -hmm. for those does and for those phones down the road. You're gonna have a really good box, good yeah. deer. You're gonna so have a good what, healthy herd. What what made you guys made the decision to start shooting does? Well, well, we, we, we would seeing. kill a few every once in a while, but like, yeah, but we started yeah. we started seeing. Um, Way more we were seeing some good numbers. That was, you know, we had we had some some very mature old does that needed to be taken out, and we had uh, a state biologist come in, and I actually I rode around with him and told him everything that we were doing and how many deer we were seeing, and he kind of took a survey of like browse lines throughout. And, and and seeing what the deer were eating, and, and he kind of made a decision that you know you kill five or six does for the next couple of years, few yeah. years, that'll be good for your, it'll yeah. be good for the herd. The and so there. yeah. And in theory, I mean, you kind of want to have you want to have less does, really. Um, you want two to one ratio. Two bucks to one doe. The I mean, that's in a, and that's in a perfect world. It's I, really I agree hard with to that. do. I'll agree with um, But it seems like the less. She's just looking at you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it seems like the I'm less. Scared. What's you doing, baby girl? The less nose they have, that huh? the bucks have for out there. Oh. Really? It just seems like that. that, that the more, the bigger it's the deer are. Yeah. I, I don't mean, you know, I don't really exactly get it, but. Do you guys ever get like the blue tongue down there? No. That's not. I haven't ever seen it. What's the average size of deer in your area? Like body wise? No. Uh, I suppose or, body and animal wise. Oh, well, I mean. I mean, uh, it depends on where you are. So, in the delta where we hunt, you're looking at 215 and up. Yeah, 200, 215 on like a, on like a three or four year old deer. 
So yeah, we've actually it's, killed some yeah, that, that's a lot of that were in there. That's you know, pushing two fifty. Yeah. Yeah. And um we got you So they they're they're big deer. At what? Tricky water. Big deer there. Tricky water. Tricky water. I mean horn wise. We probably average one thirty, one thirty in that way. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. What's up? You got and a little bit of tasty. It's got the potential to, you know, yeah, throw a bite. Yeah, turkey And there, and, I mean, the fire water. There's public land. Oh, yeah. Did you want to drink some? Yeah, 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 sorry. I was trying to. <laughs> they, I was trying to. And a lot of the bovine only. Turkey water. Turkey water is right around the table. Okay, okay. There's cups over there, It's really good deer around there. We just have... 300 acres, but we got to make the best of it, so that's what we try to do. Sounds like it's starting to pay off. You guys have gotten some nice bucks. We have. Yeah. We, we have. We've been. I would like to come back and hunt more than just than just one morning in the stand, <laughs> like two oh, hours. Absolutely. Well, yeah, yeah, you got to that. That's funny. That's where I originally met you, Carson. I know. At the cabin. At the cabin. Five mile lodge. A lot of things go on there. Yeah. I don't remember most of the night. <laughs> that's how most of them go. How did you get? At the cabin. Yeah. <laughs> um, in Yazoo City, Mississippi. One of, uh, so we have some raft guides at the bow house from Mississippi. And ever since Eric and Phoebe bought the business in 2012, there's been, or ever, I should say ever since 2011, there's been like these Mississippi boys that come to the boathouse and like filter through. Some have stayed longer, some only do a season or two. Um, but then you get like our friends that we know come out to visit us in the winter and they bring their friends. And, you know, we ended up going to, Phoebe and I went to, uh, to Mississippi. We did the Delta, we did New Orleans with J-Mo and j was like, I'm gonna take you up to the cabin. Cause I was like, I'm gonna bring my boat. Can I hunt deer? And he's like, yeah, private property, let's hunt some deer. All right. Bring my bow up, like expecting like some diehard hunters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just show up and they're like, woo, let's party. <laughs> and yeah. then he sat in the stand the next day, like for a couple hours and yeah. Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, that's always a good time there. Yeah. We try. We do a lot of afternoon hunting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? that's we don't really. I, I do, mean, I unless do a lot of mid morning. Yeah, we just get up. Mid morning hunting all the way through the end until dark. Plus, that keeps the animals get up calm. Dark, yeah. But if it's rut, then we're all, we're out there. It's a it's yeah. a little bit different. But sometimes in Mississippi, you don't know when the rut's gonna be, and yeah. you know it. Uh, Mississippi weather isn't like this up here. One day it might be 28 degrees, sleet everywhere. The next day it's 75 and you're wearing shorts and want yeah. to go play golf. You know, it's 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 crazy. And uh, you know, and I've been a lot, I've been successful a lot playing those fronts. Did Remy bring you that? To where I'm. I'm looking at the weather really hard and I know a front's coming in and I'm trying to time it and I'm getting in the stand and I'm going to stay there, you know, 
if that front's coming through, coming out, you know, I try to I try to play the weather a lot. Yeah. And sit there on times that I think are the best. And I've been, you know, pretty successful doing that as far as hunting bad days and, mm-hmm. and getting burned out. I still go right. hunt, but I don't hunt as hard on those days. I also think that was our advantage today as well, was yesterday it rained all day. We had this a beautiful morning. morning. The sun beautiful. came out and it was warm, and then it got cold again and got oh, quiet. Yeah. Weather, great, weather, great man, that's just like any hunting to me. I mean, weather comes in the factory. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I was telling you, like, we killed that bird, and then we were just hanging out there, and I was like, you know, this is kind of what the turkeys are doing right now. They're just kind of hanging out Chilling. right here. Yeah. And we're also, we're thinking that, you know, they should be moving around, but, and then as we were walking out, we were cutting, we cut some tracks going down into the bottom, you know, where we were going to, and I was like, so they're doing the same thing we're doing, because why were we, why were we leaving, you know, yeah. because the wind picked up, the rain was moving in, mm-hmm. we were getting into the bottom and getting out of there. Yeah. And so, they were doing the same kinda, thing. Yeah, they're kind of doing the same thing, and what, where we saw two hens down there in the bottom, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. so. I didn't, like, sometimes I forget that they travel so far oh, in, a, yeah. in a day, just like we do, you know. You guys it, see them going to the trees much when it gets really rainy out? Well, uh, I mean, not in Mississippi, we don't. I mean. You don't see turkeys in Mississippi. Yeah. Unless they're. Unless they're, yeah, come in and die. Gotcha. Um, yeah. That's pretty much that's, it. That's what's so different about here. And well, heck, Nebraska, like, literally, we were riding around. They were on the side of the road. Oh, yeah. It was stupid how many. It was just right there on the side of the road, dirt roads. They almost like the cars. It makes them feel it, Yeah, it's weird, man. Yeah, they, the, the Marians definitely move a lot more. They move yeah. a lot faster around here. And that's than they have to. They cover ground. They move from farm to farm. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash waypoint. That's mintmobile.com slash waypoint. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash waypoint. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Oh, you know, whatever. And, uh, I mean, and it's... Whereas Easterns back home, they kind of have their own little range, and it's a big hundred acres, you know. Yeah. And, and back there, they probably don't have unlimited just over-the-counter tags. Either. Oh, in Mississippi? No, yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, they do. No, it's not tags. You gotta buy a license. Yeah, you just buy a license. Oh, you buy, you but birds. you get to hunt. Yeah, you get three birds. You can go hunt all the whole season. Oh, what? Yeah, it's like deer hunting. You can go over there and buy an, uh, mm-hmm. you know. Out of state license, it might cost you two hundred seventy-five, three hundred bucks, but right. you can hunt from you can kill October. Six, you, can kill you, six you can kill six, seven deer. Is that the price? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah. 
You can go there hunting all public land, or if you got private land, you're leasing and you're just buying out of state lines. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's a plan for next year. We have a lot of deer out here. Yeah. We have too many. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you, like, you coming up next year? Yeah, absolutely. You, you just say it's 320 bucks for your license and you kill a buck and two does. I mean, that's well worth it right there. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean. And we'll take you this time. Mm -hmm. We're going to we're do it right. Right. That's how we do it. But we can also do bow hunting, too. You know, I mean, we can do both. I mean, you don't have to stop bow hunting all because it's gun season. Oh, for sure. You know, so. Yeah. Maybe I'll use that new Henry rifle that I'm getting. That'd be pretty cool. Mm -hmm. You can come shoot long range with us. Yeah, yeah so that's something we do out there. Is that we got we got one thing we call the Vegas box because it looks like the Vegas Strip. Mm -hmm. We got it up 20 feet in the air. You can shoot 500 yards one way, 2,000 one way, 800 one way, and 1,500 one way the other. Like oh, so, God. so we. Yeah, it's a bunch of wide open, like blocks of woods and big wide fields. And, and it sits right in the middle. Right in the middle of them. It, wow. It's like the Vegas Strip. So, I mean, the reason we shoot long range is because we shoot our deer a long way. Mm -hmm. I mean, when we have an opportunity to shoot a, uh, Take it. You know, a certain class deer, that we want to be comfortable doing it. Mm -hmm. uh, so we, we, shoot at that we both shoot a 301 mag Bagara. Yeah, and that's a pretty, pretty bad gun. Yeah, uh, what's the scope you've got on it? I'm running the uh, Vortex. Yeah. Right now, I've got oh, a Vanguard. Nikon. Yeah, Vortex, Vortex. is great. Uh, yeah. Vanguard gun, though? I've actually got two Vortex. No, Vagara. Oh, okay. Uh, upgraded. Um, actually. I think it's the 6x25. Yeah, you went, you know, six by, you went with the 6x24. Yeah, 6x24. On the... Uh, and then I put the, what was that, was it the 9 by? No, you had a 4x16. That's what I'm shooting is the 4x16 Nikon, which I find on switching to the 5x25 Vortex this year. Does that just reach out a little further? Yeah, it just gives me, I, I, I'm trying to get better lighting when it gets on the 30 minutes. So I'm trying to get the biggest two possible and stuff like yeah. that. So whatever I got to get to do that, 4x16 is just fine for what we're where we are. But whenever it comes to shooting long range, I mean, it's better to have a better, you know, you can zoom in a lot yep. more and better reticles and things Especially like that. Yeah. Like, I'm about to show you a picture. I would dare take that to, like, my place in Hathor's. Oh, I don't need that. You no. know, just carry my 270 because I have a 100 yard shot. Or, you know, it's, it's different. Yeah. Different style of hunting. Same with deer, probably less than a couple hundred. Hopefully. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, we, sh we got into that long range stuff and it's fine. Here's our in two all, guns. In, like 800 or so? That's his yeah, black you know. one. Yeah, that's our feather shot right now. We'll like, oh, here. We shot 800 this day. Nice. Yeah, so that's his, that's his gun. Which he's got his, he got his deck out right You now. guys yeah. customize that or is that real? I feel like oh, you over do the that more often. We'll they're kind of, like, both over the counter guns. They're both the same they're, gun. Uh, which he had a, he used to have a different stock hunt. on his. Like, yeah, yeah. They're really he ordered not. a stock like mine to put on and his. And he put a muzzle brake on the end. For years, I was shooting the 270. Like nice. But, yeah. Yeah. So that's us. That's the day we shot 800 yards. You shoot about. 15, oh no, we did. Yeah, okay. That one. Yeah. Should drive that. You probably shoot about 700 with mine. 
Okay. So that, that Carson's gun is the black one, the mine's the brown one. That's the day we shot 800 yards right there. Damn. Like just that target. Is that on the property? Well, it's Shoot. back behind the property on which once the farmers are done, they leave their it's like land. Like a twelve by twelve. Uh, and they're they're those fields are so long, they got their own dirt roads to ride their trucks down. Well, right. so we just go park on one of those, and it's out to thousand twelve hundred yards. We can shoot. So we ordered we ordered uh, steel targets for us to set up and start shooting at. Instead of always doing paper, therefore we're hitting the hit the dome and you know stuff like that, so we can hear it. Oh yeah, it's a like it's one of the if you've never been long range shooting, it's pretty it's pretty damn cool. Yeah, like you can literally watch somebody pull the trigger, them get off of the gun and look at you. And by the time they're looking ding. at you, you hear it ding. Yeah, it's like it's it's really yeah, cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's Some good pretty looking awesome. guns there too. Yeah, they're it, they're really good guns. It, what's crazy is. We've probably got twenty five hundred dollars in those guns. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And yeah. there's there's sub MOA at you know hundred dollars. That gun, my gun on that day at eight hundred dollars, I was sub MOA eight hundred dollars, which is pretty impressive out of. Well, technically, a, a nine hundred dollar. Yeah. Well, that's a whole setup. A yeah, whole setup is twenty five hundred. But yeah. like our our guns. Yeah. Our guns ranged anywhere from 850 to about just the gun, and you can't beat the way that gun shoots. Definitely heavy hitting powder. It's yeah. a heavy gun, too. It's not a gun that, like, I would feel it toting it up that hill. Like, it, it weighs as yeah. much as my, yeah. yeah, it weighs as much as my turkey pack and my shotgun. But we also bought those, we also bought those guns for uh, elk hunting as well. So. Yeah. Have you guys got anything out, huh? with them yet? Oh, well, yeah, we killed some I shot a... So I've got to hike more hills. His, in the meantime, I'll be in better We shot. both got our longest shots on hogs. Oh, he's got his on a deer. Uh, my longest shot on a hog is around 445, and his longest shot on a deer is 460. Yeah, I killed my biggest buck this year at 365. Yeah. And I got so, to watch it. Yeah, it's that was big, a whole nother yeah. story. I got to watch that deer. Yeah, and all I got flatland too. All well, flat That's even yes. further. He watched. He watched it drop in the, yeah. in the in the in the in the scope. Like in the binoculars, watched it fall. That's cool. Yeah, it was it was a pretty cool hunt. Like that's another hunt you won't like forget. Like it was just yeah. really like, cool. I, I killed a bug that morning. Yeah. Because I, I was like, it's gonna be. It's the day. Like, we actually talked days. about the afternoon before. Tomorrow's the day to hunt. Yeah. Got in there. Yeah. And about 30, I called him. And he was in like yeah. Alabama or something. No, I, I wasn't. Know, I was in Vicksburg. I wasn't that far. I was in Vicksburg, Mississippi, on the edge of Louisiana and, and Mississippi. And I see Carson Smith calling me at 7:22. And I was like, as soon as I answered, I said, "Which one'd you kill?" Like, <laughs> I knew, I knew he killed. Yeah. Like, you don't get that phone call that early. Without it, something being dead, or either he missed or something. No, he'll go into that. <laughs> no, into that. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, and he was like big seven down. Like we celebrated the phone. Awesome. Yeah, I spent. Hell yeah. So I was up there by myself, and this deer, he weighed two forty five when we 
we waited. So I had to get him out by myself. I spent all day, <laughs> most of the day, just taking my time, getting him out, got him to the cabin. Got him, just took my time cleaning him and stuff. And I've been calling Chase like every, every, like every two hour, hour or something. Like, you've got to get him out. Oh, yeah. Point. He's like, gotta you coming already done drank a beer. Yeah, I was like, you got to get up here and hunt this afternoon. I'm hunting with you because I, I mean, I can't kill him. I can't kill a buck. Yeah, it's just a car. And we went, he, we met the gate at 430 and went in there. Well, at 4. We met exactly at 4. Oh, this wasn't a 10 a.m. hunt? No. This was, uh, he said, you going to make it? I said, I'll be up there. You know, if you meet me, you, you meet me. Well, he went and dropped another member off. And we literally pull up at the gate at the exact same time. He's like, "You ready? To, you ready to kill a damn buck?" I was like, "Let's go." So we loaded up in the car and rode to our back stand, and Got that's it. when all the magic happened. It was just, it, it was meant to be, and it was wild. Yeah, so we watched a few does come out of a far block and cross the field, and uh, watched them feed out. Then we watched a little four ten inch eight point come out, and he started. He started bumping those does and things like that. Well, Carson was watching all the deer behind us, and I was watching out in front because it was quick passing stuff, so you had to be ready. And uh, anyway, so I'd turn around every once in a while just to look at deer. You know, it's, I like watching them. And uh, anyway, we really weren't seeing much. It was getting crunch time around 5, 5.05, 5.10. Carson's like, oh, we got some more deer coming out. In that same block well, it was a couple of does well it got around 5 15 and really getting hairy burger time and mm-hmm. i was like man i just want to turn around and look at these deer so let's swap so he's looking out front and i was looking at all the deer in the back well the does near about done made it to us with that little eight point with them they're like 85 90 yards 100 right right up in there trotting across well, I look over against the wood line, and all of a sudden, I just see white horns running out of the wood line. Okay. I said, Carson, big buck, big buck. It wasn't no, he was turned around, had the chair, it wasn't a swivel chair. He had it turned around all out, out the window. Where, where, where? And I pointed him in the right direction. He's like, oh, oh, yes. So I put my, my binoculars, I load my gun, get everything up. And like, like he told you yesterday, I hadn't killed a deer in... What, seven? Nine. Nine, nine years. Nine years. I haven't killed a buck that I wanted to shoot. Let's yeah. say that. I've killed cold bucks and I had to shoot a few, a few wounded deer and stuff like that. I was like, man, like I'm on a deer, but it's like dusk. And I can tell it's a buck, but I know it's him. And I'm like, man, should we shoot? Of course, like, man, that's a big deer. <laughs> I'm like... Which one do you think it is? He goes, I don't know. I'm like, you think we should shoot? He goes, he sat there and paused. He goes, deer's 365 yards. If you want to kill him, pull the trigger now. <laughs> so, yeah, we're running out. We're running out. Yeah, of we're running out of daylight. I was like, he's a good buck. Chase, if you want him, you need to take him yeah. right now. So, check him. Oh, then, that, that. Yeah, we started. He was like, he got up and he was. I was just telling him, deer on the left, deer on the left, 360, 360, 360, deer on the left, 360. And then I heard, 
he, he went over I could hear him he dialed in over there. Mm -hmm. I'm having to use my phone and my light to look at my dial. Oh really? Yeah. It's that dark? Well I'm inside the black box oh, yeah, stand so true. it's even darker in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I can't see my Dallas. numbers on my on my yeah. dial. Yeah. He's dialed in safety off, I know the game's on there. Yeah, Carson here is click. And so as soon as he heard that click, it was I pulled the trigger, well, I'm just gonna say that. I pulled the trigger with that 300 wind mag, I had it propped up, up on in 365. Well, I pulled that trigger, that recoil, I lose all sight. Yeah, it's dark, it was pretty much dark anyway. So I'm like, I'm just sitting there. Like that, get him? And Carson's sitting here on his binoculars <laughs> out the window. I'm like, hey man, did I get him? He's just sitting there, just like this. 30 seconds go by. I'm like, I hit him. I said, hey. I said, I, I guess I missed. And he just, he kind of pulls back from the nose. And he looks at me with just dull look. Like, you, you know, you dummy. You, you idiot. You missed. And he just slaps me in the chest. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm like, no. And we just start celebrating in the box stand, like going crazy. I'm like, then we you sit back down and we calm down. I'm like, I missed the deer. I don't <laughs> yeah. see him out there. I missed him. He goes, no, Chase, you, you flatten him. He's done. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. no, I don't see him. Well, he had his thermal scope, like for hogs and stuff. Uh, he pulled that out and, you know, we were sitting down and I finally looked through it and he's like, all right, you see that dark glowing blob out there? Yeah. That's your deer. I was like. Well, how do you know it's just not another deer? He goes, all right, look on the wood line. There was all those deer just ran the wood line and sat there. They were all still moving and that one was just sitting there. Well, that was just the beginning of the party. <laughs> it took us two and a half hours to get that deer out. Yeah. Really? And it was in flat field. Okay. So it was in a disc up gumbo. Oh, I don't yeah. care if you, you got the baddest, yeah, yep. I don't care if you got the baddest players around, you, that deer like you can't go out there and get it. You yep. had to drag him through right. the mud. Uh, so in that, in that one day. Can I get one of those, Cam? In that one day, I drugged 500 pounds worth of deer. Thank you, sir. In that one day. 500? Yeah. yeah. Damn. I was Just worn out. Just because all the mud stacking up on it. <clears throat> So you drive yeah, how well, far, 400 yards? It was a, yeah. Well, so hang on now. It, obviously. We have, he has a two-wheel drive golf cart. We started using the golf cart. Keep down <laughs> sound and all that. So, we got the golf cart stuck. So, but we were still so pumped up and after we were like, let's just go. Let's just go see the deer. So, we go to where we both think he's supposed to be laying. We're shining lights. I said, I told you I missed this damn deer. <laughs> Like, I'm getting all, like, like everything. So, and then he starts kind of playing. He's like, man, he's supposed to be right here. <laughs> so then we walk out just a little bit further, and his light, he has good stream light. He shines down in the middle of that field, and all of a sudden you see horns sticking up. Sticking up. This dude, I'm telling you, I mean, we've been best friends, like I told you, for 20-something years. I think he was more excited about me killing a deer and you know, since I hadn't done it in such a long time than I was. He literally sprinted. Like, we were both running, but mm -hmm. we got out there. We're both just freaking hugging and high-fiving, hell yeah, and everything like that. And uh, we sat there and enjoyed the moment. And 
He done, was, done, he done done something. Yeah, hey, Carson said, oh boy, you done done something. He said that probably 40 times that night. Was it one of the ones you showed me earlier? It was, one of that, it was that wide one I showed you. Yeah, it had like the big forks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was, was it. Like, it, was, it was 21 inches yeah. wide. Yeah, yeah we, it was a good, mature white tail. Yeah. He, was, he, weighed, he weighed 237. Yeah, I think, like, like, like 237 or 227, something like that. No, no, you want the guts out of them? No. So you drug them all the way back to the yeah. guts in the month? Well, because we like to weigh them. We want to okay. know how much they weigh. And, all right. Remy. Yeah, I used, when Come I here. used to do a lot of deer hunting, I'd have to Come drag back. them maybe two, three miles yeah. up like steeper hills. Oh, oh I would definitely get that. But, uh, Come here. yeah, we had. It was a good time. It was a good hunting deer. It's still that really would be good tough dragging deer. It's been a heck of a. I saw that same deer, deer celebration deer to today when we got that turkey. That was very, oh, that was that was exactly how it was. Yeah, that, that deer hunt was exactly that. Like, I mean, we've had a couple of those moments, like where it was like. I mean, hell, was, I didn't even. <laughs> was, I didn't even pull the trigger on any of those, on both of those. Yeah, you don't like, have to today. Yeah. It, I mean, I, I had the best seat in the house. Mm -hmm. But here's the funny thing: I, know, I, I never get to watch too. the show. Yeah, like all of our, all of our hunts together, we got a lot. I never get to watch like the show. All the turkeys that's ever been killed, like my no, my very first one, no, my very first one, my very first turkey. You know, it was we had two birds come in. We only got we only got one of them, but the two turkeys put on so much of a show. Yeah. That's they were both double gobbling out in the middle of the field. Well, I'm sitting up one way and I can't move. So Carson's like, man, I watched the whole thing. They were doing this and strutting around and blowing up. You should have seen it. I'm like, man, I wish you, I killed one, but I didn't see it. Like, yeah. I never get to, you know, just watch it. Yeah. And that's something I get to hope I do tomorrow. That'd be freaking he always awesome. He always sits up on the wrong tree. <laughs> I tried to tell him. Yep. We got the right tree got today. Feel it out. Yeah, yeah, we did get the right tree today. Yeah. How many? I'm just glad y'all came I'll over there. Up like, there you that made it even more We're special. Like okay. that moment hard. right there. That moment though, when he gobbled that close, and we all, we all freaked out. We were like, like oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> when he gobbled, I think Chris was like, he's like, right there, and we're yeah. like, <laughs> 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 we all were sitting down. I don't even think we. Ease down, like I that think everybody did, like place. belly flops on their butt, like boop, done. That bird was, was like thirty yards. Yeah, thirty yards. I mean, like I was like, he's here. He, this is yeah. Oh shit! It was wild. It really was. It was. It was a good experience. So, what, what were y'all thinking whenever we were, when we heard him gobble, and I, we made that move, like. Which move? When, made, the first, uh, when he first gobbled. Okay, then you backed up. 20 yards after he gobbled on my call. Yeah. And then I was sitting there for a minute. And I was like. Y'all were back out. behind me. No, I was sitting there for a minute trying to figure out what. Yeah. What to do. I was thinking it's better what to like. What was y'all thinking? What I was thinking. thinking like, I know what I was thinking. What were you thinking? You're talking oh. about when we were all three standing there and he gobbled to our left. When, when he gobbled. We're trying to figure out how to make a move. Yeah. Which it, on we which gobble though? We were sitting there for the first gobble we had. It might have been a minute or so. 
It was the first guy that we all heard together standing there. That's the one you're talking about. Not the one where yeah. I said, oh, he's got he's down here. We, we all went walking. We were not moving at all. Yeah. We were just standing there. I, um, and I wasn't saying anything to y'all. I purposely just like stepped back because I wanted to like see what you guys were going to do. Yeah. I mean, no, what, I knew it. I knew it. What were you thinking, Josh? We had to sit down pretty damn soon. I was thinking I have. Sneaking I was thinking I have about a minute. I didn't think we had a minute. Need to be. Yeah, like he Which was. He was there. He, but like it go, it kind of like, I don't know. It was it was very weird. One, we're used to hunting land that we we know, right. and this week is showing well, us like. I remember like, you guys said that you're like, oh, we don't really know this land. Yeah, like, and, I, and I remember I was like, I could say something, but I'm not because it doesn't really matter like whether you know the land or not. Like if you know how to hunt an animal and like. Take, yeah. Like, look at your land and be like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. And that's what you guys did. Too. Yeah. So, like on like on the land that we're usually turkey hunting, like, if we hear a bird gobble, we can make a move on them and know the exact route to take. And we know what tree we want to go to yeah. where we got a chance of killing that bird. Today, we didn't. But on that second gobble, what you're saying, Carson, when he gobbled, yeah, I knew we had to get somewhere and get somewhere very fast or that we sit down where we are. Yeah. It was at that, like, that was my mind thinking. What were you thinking, Carson? I knew I had about a minute to figure it out. Yeah. And I was pushing the minute. Yeah. And that's when we backed up. But I Remember? saw that opening. We backed up. We I'm, backed up a little bit. Yeah, that's when we sat back. We went back and we I sat down, down. y'all sat back. Yeah. And then y'all started calling. And he gobbled again. That's whenever he was to the left. Sounded like he was falling down the ridge. And that's whenever I called y'all up. I'm like, I stood up. I'm like, no, y'all come on. He's going down the ridge. So when we all basically, as soon as y'all got there, Carson hit that that call, and he was 35 oh. yards. And it was then it was done. We all just sat down, and he hit, you hit a few more yelps, and he was 17 yards from us. I got a great video of it. Oh yeah, you did. You didn't get the kill, but you got the after effect. Oh yeah, that was that was the that was the show. Yeah. Yeah, I soaked every last second of it. Oh, out there on that mountain, soaked it up for like four hours, still soaking it up. Mm -hmm. Man, I wonder how we'll feel in the morning when we wake up. I'm gonna feel fucking great. Ready to do oh, it again? Oh yeah, ready to do it exactly the exact same way. I would, I would, I would hike up that mountain again to do that. There's more times in there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. We might just made too much noise up there. This, yeah. This morning. Probably next couple. <laughs> of, yeah. <laughs> we got wild. Which is good. Celebrate it, you know. It's all sure good. Still only a couple miles away, man. There'll be a new one that'll oh, come yeah. in. They always, they they always, always replace take each other's place. Yeah. That's what's safe. That's what's, that's what's cool about turkey hunting. You get in these like pockets and it's like a dominance corridor. And you can literally just go in there and you pick one bird out and they'll be and the next day there'll be another bird in there got one. Mm -hmm. And it I see it a lot on my camp land and I mean for years I've been I've been, I've killed birds in the same spots for years, yeah. and they just replaced each other. Well, since that bird was, was by days. himself, 
He might not have been the king, right? They could have been I mean, that, that, that's very true. I mean, you know, he could have been already ran off. Yeah, he could have been that chased off. And Tom all that. that we were getting into the other night, the last, those other two days. Yeah. He had hens with him and he would, he would call, but he would never come in. He came and like snuck in. Yeah. Like if he were to have hens and then there's other Toms that are around trying to like come in and like, I always, I keep thinking of it as elk hunting. Like, are the Toms and the bulls essentially doing the same thing? Yeah. I mean, you know, you have like, like do you have satellite? I don't know toms? much about that. Absolutely. Like, you have yeah, satellite absolutely. Do you have spike tom? Like Jake's? I guess. Oh yeah. Maybe. See, here's a lot. Of, well, Jake's a lot of people. Jakes are the worst. That's what a lot of people don't know. Hunt. If you get like, I forgot who I, I think. Yeah, I think I was telling you. If you get like three or four Jakes, remember what we were talking about walking to that full of the trail? Yeah. About the Jakes, if they come in this one time. That, those three Jakes will come in there and whoop that Tom's butt. Because it's three on one. I don't yeah, care how bad that Tom is. He ain't going to win that yeah, battle. They, they be mean. Yeah, and anytime that Tom gobbles, then Jake's going to go over there and mess with him. So he'll always run away. Because he's already got his butt whooped once. He's like, I ain't going to do this again. And that's a lot of reason why I don't use, use decoys. Yeah, we didn't even need, we even had time to set them up today. No. It's just because... It's we had time to set ourselves up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, they've seen a lot of decoys, so probably just educate them anyway. Yeah, I'm sure, sure there is a lot of decoying going on up here, especially like on the edge of these fields trying to come off those ridges and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I bet there, there is a lot of that going on. Yeah. No, there's a lot of those classic turkey hunters that are just out there. The Miriams and the Rios, they, they decoy very well. Because that's, I mean, they're in the open and, and they, they're not, they're relying more on their, on their sight to actually see their hen. Not so much as their local. A little bit local. of rain, huh? Yeah, a little it's, rain coming know, like out. Right, right. In the hardwoods back home. So. Relying most of it on their hearing. On their hearing. And, yeah, exactly. You know, they're, they're going to see their hen when they at 60 yards or whatever, you know. Whereas out here, they can see their hens at 600 yards. Yeah. So, decoying birds out here, it's to be uh, very beneficial. Not so much for us, in, you know, from Easterns. It's just, you know, it's a stick of ball game, different territory. Hey, they still game home. That's fun now. I love Mary. Yeah, that was. I love Mary. That was the best hunt it, it could have been. It was. It, it couldn't, couldn't have gone any better. Hopefully we'll uh, repeat. Yeah, and then we go down to Kansas. And yeah. There you go. Take care of business again. It's good all, huh? I ain't gonna lie, we're running out of shells, though, boys. We, uh... Eat some shells, huh? No, we don't damn. I mean... We, uh... We brought a lot with us. We just weren't expecting what we've been doing. Right. I'd be shooting a little bigger shot than nine shots. No, it's... It's a lot... It's bigger than what you do. Oh, I know it's still good, because it's a turkey load, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's the best. It's the best load you can like shoot I, out of the I was shooting, like, a... Winchester six 
See that six shot turkey load. See man. this my number nine out of the twenty gauge will outdo that. I don't doubt it. You know, it, 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 it seems weird to me because I'm a duck hunter. Oh yeah, that's shooting with double. It's the density of that yeah, BB. Right. It's crazy. With the Ten energy years. that's packed in that BB. Right. That's what separates it. It's and there's so many much more of them because they're not. Totally it's, it's changed. It's, it's just so weird because the turkey's bigger than a goose, you know. Yeah. And we're shooting geese with like double BB, even further. Yeah. Well. Like but my pattern's a lot tighter. Fat. Like, yeah, yeah. Like whenever, whenever that that loader, that shotgun shell hit that turkey today, it was probably this big. Right, right. And when it maybe hit him, like up here, here, maybe. Yeah. My gun that I shoot right. is at that at that at that range. It is stupid tight. Right. Like you can't miss. I got a buddy. You mine. better not miss. Right. right, you got a better chance of missing up close than you do yeah. further away. Up close, it's on the side. Yeah. The There's a buddy of mine that's shooting ducks with a 410. Yep. Really? Yep. Out of TSS. He's making like, his own loads and he's hammering. Plus some loads. What kind of shot? What size? Not, not, uh, nines. Probably nines or tens or whatever. I'm telling you, he's oh, knocking them out of the sky like it's nothing. All right. I mean, I'm sure. It's badass. But this is all custom load. You know, he, he gets it. To his gun. I mean, if it isn't steel, I'm sure he's knocking down real good. Nothing got a deed to the land, but it ain't my ground. This is God's country. You'd think, with four of us spread out on a tiny island, that the task of tagging a whitetail would not be a big thing. But, as I've learned, no matter where I've been, whitetails can be damn tricky. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.